0: Because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond.
1: I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you. Always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. the <laughs>
2: Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our top 10 movies of 2021. It's finally that time of the year where we celebrate the movies that we all loved. I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team, starting off from Cinemania Live. We have Hannah. Hannah, hello. Hi. How you doing? How you feeling? Feeling better?
3: I'm good. I'm feeling better. <laughs> Better than Colby, I think. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Um,
2: Okay, we are also joined from the Cinemini World team in the Box Office Report show. We have Larry. Larry, hello. Welcome back.
0: Hey, I'm back. Talk about the good ones this time.
2: (laughs) Instead of the bad ones Mm. that we did the other day. Um, We're getting roasted (laughs) on our list, too. Uh, Whatever. Um, (laughs) We are also joined from the Cinemini World team.
1: We have Patrick. Hello, Pat. How you doing? Yo. Let's talk about some movies and stuff. I'm I'm waking up, man. <laughs> I've well, good morning to you Let's too, do Sarah. this. I, hey, I
2: love you. <laughs> love you too, bro. Um, we're also joined from, lastly, from the Cinemani World team. We have Colby. Colby, hello. Yo, yo,
5: yo! What up? It's your boy. Col- <coughs> Fuck. Oh, no! How are you How feeling, you? man? I am. I'm getting there. Getting married, man. I'm
2: getting there. Our thoughts are with <laughs> you, my brother. You. Please stay safe and you know drink up on some fluids and all that stuff. But everyone, we're gonna get into our top 10 movies of the year. Uh the other day, if you want to go listen to our worst movies of 2021, uh that was posted yesterday. So have fun, have a ball, be nice. Sorry that your favorites made it onto that list, and uh today. We're going to be discussing our favorites of the year. You know, we're going to start off with some honorable mentions and then we'll get into our top 10. So I'll start with you, Larry. Any honorable mentions of 2021? Ugh,
0: gosh, there were so many. I've, I'm actually expanding my list for my video because there was a lot of really good movies oh this year. I was like, there's too many good ones. So in my honorable mentions, I have Pig. Um, I have mm-hmm. Come On, Come On. Petite Maman, which, unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people have been able to see, but it's from Celine Sciamma, and I adored it. Um, that movie's really good. Judas and the Black Messiah, which I am counting as a, a 2021 film. I don't care, Oscars, y'all eligibility, period. No, it came out squarely in February, premiered at Sundance and all. Um, and in Canto it's almost made my top 10 i i just have loved that movie more and more the more i've seen it and then finally last night in soho
2: oh interesting Uh, last night in soho is not there it's not nowhere near my list i'm sorry so (laughs) damn um okay honorable mentions let's go to you hannah i'm scared go ahead Anna. Honorable mention,
3: <laughs> <Okay. Let's go. laughs> Larry. What was your five? Yeah, your like first honorable mention. Pig. You six? Pig. Okay, okay, okay. I just, I just, I didn't hear that one. I, I need no. to know. Okay, so I'll give four. All right, the humans.
0: Okay. And good. then,
3: the Suicide Squad, Eternals, and the Green Knight. Oh, I, the I, they
2: make it interesting. No, Eternals Ooh. or
3: the Green Knight. I. I love. My all these
2: God. Green Knight. I, it's okay, we are not <laughs> Stop, Stop! No, no, no. Me and Larry have been Green Knight
3: defenders all year. Hannah,
2: Hannah you, if you have more, you can. There's no limit on the honorable mentions. I don't care.
3: Um, those are the only ones that I'm like I feel passionately about being in okay. my honorable mentions. Okay, I
0: cool, maybe cool. like
3: Inside by Bo Burnham. I'd say is a good yeah. honorable, honorable mention too. I'll
0: see you. You. Yeah. you I don't even know like, you can really the, the movie.
3: So.
2: It's, <laughs> listen it's something like it's 2019 or 2020 when what was that middle oh ditch and whatever the hell
3: it was, <laughs> was <Jeez>. that's so <laughs> real of me that was <laughs> cinema <God>. uh <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah okay let's go eternal's really close to making the list that and that's interesting
2: the uh, that's interesting I, mean, I thought it was going to be like number seven or something on your list um mm-hmm. makes it makes it more intriguing i guess let's go to you
5: colby honorable mentions all right, guys, so honorably mentioned, um, I guess we're going, like, with five, right? Um, let me go back here, pull up the uh, good old uh, letterbox. I actually use this thing more than what I thought I would. No, that's a lie. I barely used it and did scramble <laughs> this together at the end of the year like we all do, right? Um, so, honorably mentioned, I've got coming in, In the Heights, really oh, fun movie. Okay. Really, really fun movie, really, really good. But there was a lot of musicals, and it kind of landed in the middle of the musical field for me. And I think Mm -hmm. it's just it's it's a Lin Manuel Miranda musical styling that is not necessarily my cup of tea. Um, I love what the film does for representation. Real. I love the way it looked. I didn't care for the story. However, it mm-hmm. still ended up really being pretty high. This was one of my biggest surprises for my honorable mention. That's the Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Oh, my Lord. That movie. Oh, sorry. The movie. You and <laughs> Yo, with the yo, yo to tell you, bro. Oh, my God. My brother, my brother. Nobody gets it. I, I love you, man. You know it I mean? is, it, it does something like what Saw did to kind of reinvigorize the smart, like, you know, uh, horror film. And this movie should not have worked, especially for how bad the first one was, right? And I actually kind of liked the first one. I just thought the ending was absolute garbage. It completely redeemed itself. I loved it almost all the characters and it actually made sense by the end of it um coming out inside of my uh honorable mention as well um somebody mentioned it last night in soho really great movie that i did not have much expectations for um i thought it was a lot of fun and yo shout out the dear evan hansen too like know. yo, dear evan hansen was a really big surprise because <laughs> i'm telling you i i i feel kind of sick no not really no it's I, honestly i really really enjoyed it I thought it, was, I thought it was a lot of fun and you know that my guy he's a beautiful angelic voice like even though that makeup is kind of weird um once you kind of look past that it's a really fantastic movie and then riding out like my little i guess top five of like honorable mentions would be a uh,
0: free guy
2: okay all right is, are you, so is everyone doing like five? Then I got like thirty movies on my okay, list. I did, I did six, but <laughs> Hannah only did four,
0: so okay. we kind of evened ourselves out ah, to five. Okay, okay. Hannah, <laughs> your low
1: key shade for Dear Evan Hansen Hanson just gave me life a little bit. I heard you chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah.
3: I just I I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask said Kobe. the makeup looked a little weird, and I'm like Ben Platt looked like he was like on, on well, the brink well, of death almost. Well, Kobe, this <laughs> like, might be
1: COVID, but like what part of it was fun for you? <laughs>
5: what <laughs> part of that story was fun it it, it kind of it harkened me back to like the eight, the late 80s and 90s stories that are kind of simple where you got somebody sticks his foot in the mud and every time he tries to take his foot out sticks of something bad mud. it keeps getting worse and worse and worse but it's really endearing the entirety
0: of the way Paul <laughs> about to be fighting sounds like him playing like it. Oh, over <laughs> his top <laughs> 10 learn talking shit that's it <laughs>
2: Um, okay, Patrick, honorable mentions.
1: Yes. So I do think with with most everybody's picks already, I don't want to go over them because they're my picks too for those. Um, but mm-hmm. some that um, for me, I why am I starting this way? Zack Snyder's Justice League, I'll put for an honorable mention. A Quiet Place Part 2, I'll put as an honorable mention. Um, uh, Worst Person in the World, honorable mention. Flea was incredible. It just didn't make the list for for like just the ones that really spoke to me this year. And um, and uh, Titan as well didn't make my list, but probably was just under the cusp of it.
4: Okay,
2: okay.
1: Um, all right, so I guess it's my turn. Y'all, y'all
2: said like six. I'm over here like, man, I got like 20. Honorable mentions. I guess I can't. I can't say. I, I will shout out Escape Room Tournament of Champions. That those <laughs> those movies are my life. Okay, I'm
4: so sick.
2: Those movies are my life. So I'm so happy someone said it. Another. I'll, I'll do. Um. I'll add some big surprises as far as you know. On you know honorable mentions. But a uh, free guy definitely was a big surprise for me. And then, um, Wrath of Man. I really really enjoyed that. I watched that a few times, and I really liked it. Uh, tick tick boom. Spencer, uh, Shang Chi, Eternals, um, No Time to Die, Malignant. Eternals sadly. didn't make your list.
5: No, I didn't. Make, I watched more stuff, <gasps> and then I was like. Thank it goodness, because the more that you watch more stuff, the more that you realize that Eternals just, I'm sorry, I, I will shit all over this movie. What are you talking about? Stop. Stop.
3: No, I uh, no, no, movie Colby that I'm... Had his Hansen in his honorable mentions, and he's <laughs> saying Eternals is awful. I'm physically ill.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League is in an honorable mention. Uh, tick, tick, boom. I care a lot from Netflix. Uh, sadly, Malignant did not get in my top a ten what? an honorable mention. Oh, yeah, I did, am it, shook. It, it didn't get in. <laughs> it didn't get in. But I love Malignant because um, the more I I started, I, I there's like too many. There's a lot of good movies this year. Last year, it definitely felt like there wasn't as many to sink your teeth in. But there was just a lot of good movies. Um, at least for me this year, uh, The Night House is another one. Shiva Shiva Baby was in the top ten, but it got booted out by a movie that like everyone hated, but I loved. The Sheba Baby is like number 11, so there's uh, Sheba Baby, and then The Harder They Fall is also in there. Um, And Mitchell's in the Machines, but I'll stop there, as far as my uh, honorable mentions.
0: Now, let's go... No, it's not. It's
2: awesome. It's sleepy.
0: I know, right? Like These were all in Dwayne's top three at some (laughs) point. I'm like shook by the movies that (laughs) fell out of his top ten. I'm like, oh lord, what's going to be in there?
2: listen just let me explain myself okay anyway um all right so now we are going to go into our top 10 movies of 2021 uh we are going to start with our number 10 to number six picks um yeah so speed through those picks give a reason as to why why you loved it all that good stuff and then we'll go into the upper half of the list after everyone gives their 10 to six nominees. So I will start with you, Patrick, your number 10 through your number six favorite movies of the year.
1: Do you know how much pressure that is with all of you and how incredible <laughs> you are with your, okay. I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get railed. Here we go. Uh, number 10, I put Dune. Number nine, nice. I put In the Heights. Uh, eight, I put The Harder They Fall. Uh, seven. I put nine days, and six. I put the power of the dog.
2: Interesting. Power of the dog didn't make didn't make mine. Did you want to? Yeah, it was good. Oh, the power of
3: the dog should be in my honorable mentions. I didn't say mm-hmm. it, but
1: yeah. Um, yeah. Any uh, reasons do you, do you want me to elaborate on any?
3: Sure. Yeah. On all. Yeah. You can.
1: Okay, so like I, I'm assuming that there probably won't be a lot for nine days, but I that one first living in Utah and being like right next to the Bonneville Salt Flats where it was all filmed at, it's kind mm-hmm. of a beautiful and like peaceful place to go to, and and seeing the film done there and seeing Winston Duke as a leading role, oh my god, he took it, ran with it, and now like I would love to see him in anything else that he's doing, and I'd love to see him in leading performances for that for that matter um zazie beats was incredible in that too um i think in the heights like what we were saying before it it has an a story that maybe is a little bit convenient in, in the sense of it, it's a little bit west side story in some cases uh a little bit a little bit rent in some cases and you can see that with Le manuel miranda's like inspiration with jonathan larson and then tick tick boom it, but it still has this this heart and and music and dancing that's incredible and Heart of They Fall was just really fun. I had a really fun time watching that movie.
2: Heart of the Fall Heart of They Fall was really good. I, I'm sad I didn't make my my tens, but there's just stuff that I loved just more than that film. So let's go to you, Hannah. You're 10 through six.
3: Okay. So oh rounding out my top ten is King Richard. And then King Richard was just. I think Will Smith is for sure going to win the Oscar this year. I mean, if he doesn't, then it's going to be Benedict Cumberbatch, but I personally would pick Will Smith over Benedict. Mm-hmm. Um, I cried a lot watching this movie. I love a good sports movie, and that's exactly what this is. Um, Nine is Luca. I have been a Luca defender ever since it came out. I love Luca to pieces. Probably the second most I've cried. This year, watching something next to the Wandavision finale. Yo, I still haven't seen um, that so movie yet. <laughs> Is it it's, worth it? It's one of my most watched movies this year. I I think so. I what's your number nine? People what people like, Luca. 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 Oh,
5: Luca. Luca. Luca.
3: Okay. Is that
5: okay. because? A lot of people it's, so it's is this like, like a, D- a, a Disney version on. of Call Me by Your Name? No. Is that Luca? Um, oh okay. No.
3: Well, I, people have equated it to Call Me by Your Name, but it's very much not that. Um, it's very sweet. Um, yeah, I love Luca so much. And then my eight is Dune, which I'm surprised by. I thought Dune would end up a lot higher on my list, but
4: mm-hmm. I've only
3: seen it twice. I haven't really felt the need to watch it again. Um, Dune is just a big movie. It, that, that's the thing. Dune is just a big yeah. movie and it's a part one. So that's mostly where I'm like, oh, okay, when I get part two, I definitely feel like I'm going to connect to this a bit more. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's still Dune uh, and I am a Denis stand first uh so yeah Dune is incredible (laughs) and then number seven is something I watched last night and that's Titane I fucking adore Titane um everyone all year has been telling me oh you're gonna love Titane you're gonna love Titane and then I finally watched it last night and I sure did love it it's insane uh me and Larry talked about it last night and he was like this is definitely up your alley. And I'm like, okay. And I watched it and I was like, oh yeah, this is like made for me. So yeah, Titan is incredible. And then my number six is Spencer. Uh, Kristen Stewart is winning the Oscar, period. (laughs) Interesting.
2: (laughs) Interesting.
3: Okay, well, I don't know what that means, but. (laughs) No, no, no,
2: because I, I, I rarely ever, when you really like stuff, you like, I mean, ad nauseum.
4: Mm-hmm. talk about yeah
2: yeah. right so spencer's not something i've I really heard you talk about all that much maybe i got you muted on twitter so i don't know now oh,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm just
0: kidding
3: I, um, it's because I, yeah. I watched it recently if i'm being honest I watched. okay it okay hannah okay. and i
0: were also talking about this i don't know if y'all feel the same sorry this is a little bit of a detour but going into this year's mm-hmm. oscar race i just i'm not passionate like i don't know there's not like usually there's a film that, that happens I'm, to like, me
2: every single year i'm
0: like desperately wanting to see succeed and uh, mm-hmm. this year i don't know like there's films i really enjoyed a lot of them actually i just i don't I know I feel the same way larry i don't have that passion. i think it's
5: something about the way that these films have been released this year like i don't know yeah. it's it it even it's weird because I feel I felt more for last year's mm-hmm. lead up than I do this year, and maybe yeah. maybe it's gonna happen I, like at the end of January. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think I agree because usually around this year, I'm like,
2: oh man, when this person gets on that stage or when they nominate this person, is this every everything that's being talked about this year as far as the Oscars? I I don't care. Besides, so
5: like, could it be because cares. of how late the ceremony was? This like this is that does that have something to do? with it? I
3: think this? it's because. All the nominees are, like, Oscar, Beatty Boring? films. Like, there's nothing, yeah, like, is, yeah, yeah, nothing exciting. The last there's time, no we, had exciting, no, the last time we had <laughs> nominees that were exciting,
0: by The last time we had nominees that were exciting
3: was in 2019, even though, you know, that was the year Joker. But, like, we had, like, Nicholas we could go Page. from a film like Parasite to, like, Knives Out. Like, that was so cool to see, you know, yeah these cool like big original movies actually get into categories like best original screenplay like that was so exciting uh and then like last year and this year i mean last year we were all kind of writing on you know chadwick taking home best actor and unfortunately that didn't happen um but this year we don't even have that you know so this year is just gonna be
2: west side story licorice whatever it's gonna be all this shit i don't care about sorry
3: uh, I, I don't know why people think the licorice pizza is going to sweep the Oscars. As if, <laughs> yeah,
2: it's 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 in everyone's best picture lineup. Yeah. Everyone's just go, just look. It's in everyone's best. Sorry, Patrick. I actually, I don't know how you feel about
0: the licorice candy pizza,
3: but.
2: Mm. I don't know. I, I think a lot of
3: time probably has a good chance of getting in, and it probably has a good chance of best picture. But I don't think it's going to sweep like everyone.
2: No, I'll th- I'm not saying sweep. It's just going to be. It's just one of the movies that I don't care about. That's going to be there. Like there's nothing for as far as the stuff that I love this year. There's going to be nothing for mass. There's going to be nothing for like King Richard will probably get that Will Smith nom. That's probably the just of it. Uh, dune will probably get in there but it's just like the nominees as far as what's everyone what all the awards pundits think that's gonna get in I'm just not excited about really so I think that's what that's kind of what Larry is kind of alluding yeah. to it's just I don't I don't care so we'll see what happens but uh, who are we on as far as 10 to six forgot uh, Hannah just ended I just finished okay so let's go to Patrick he's You're, already done oh you already went I think you
1: Okay, let's go to you, Larry. Then oh, okay. How dare you? But I'll speak. I can't believe yeah. Hannah brought up the Chadwick Bozeman thing. That just pissed me off so quickly. It's <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: jeez. I like, I'm white so upset. rage hit my face. <clears throat> i <I'm> like, <laughs> No, it's weird. Mm, <laughs> well, because even like last year, they were small. But girls. Nicolas
1: Cage could get an Oscar.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yes. I, I mean, it's a give long it to shot. Him. It's a long shot, but we'll see. But
1: we have an opportunity, people.
0: <laughs> okay. We so... can give him the Oscar. We <laughs> can do it. My ten through six. At number ten, I Mm. have King Richard. As a Venus and Serena like mega stan. I was a little bit apprehensive walking into King Richard. I was nervous, uh, but they did such a good job. As everyone is saying, Will Smith is amazing. Anjanu Ellis is amazing. These girls are amazing. They should
3: also be in awards conversation. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, these, should be. these young girls who play Venus and Serena, not only mm-hmm. do they look like spinning they sh- images, they both should be as Venus yes. and Serena. Yeah, but they're great what what breakout roles for them um but even mm. though i knew like i know the story it actually enhanced it because they stuck pretty damn close to the, <laughs> the real life story of what happened so um i i just thought it was it was great one of the best sports movies for me ever i think it's, it's up there with some of the best that we've ever gotten uh, at number nine i have raya and the last dragon now i know people are divided on this film some people don't like it that much or whatever i don't know what it is i adored it i just really connected to raya and these characters and i know that the story is you know ho-hum whatever but i just i bonded with the characters i thought the visuals were stunning and the original score was so dang good i i loved raya <laughs> And then at number eight, I have In the Heights. Uh, Easily my favorite musical of the year. Sorry, not sorry. But uh, this is the one I've been listening to the soundtrack since I've watched it. I thought it was impeccably done. The musical numbers are amazing. The dancing is amazing. Mm -hmm. And yes, it had, you know, its controversies and it had its moments of I wish we could have improved this, but me as a little Latino boy getting a film like this was still really like impactful and something to see. So, I I just loved in the heights. And then at number 7, I have Spider-Man: No Way Home. Yay! <laughs> um I just Yay! I the more I thought about the film, just I'm really impressed by what it did and what it delivered. Being able to bring this story together in the fashion that they did, but keep it as Tom Holland's version of Peter Parker's journey. Everything served his journey amongst all of this madness. And the character development arc that his peter goes on is amazing plus tom holland is fantastic in this film i think if not the best role he's had it's up there with the best acting he's ever done and you know obviously the exciting factors are there but i i'm just more and more impressed in how they were able to fit everything together to pull off a film of this scope as well as they did and then at number six, I also have Spencer. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Pablo, he's he's doing things. I love Jackie and I was hyped for Spencer. And I also loved Spencer. Kristen Stewart is fantastic. The direction is absolutely stunning. The cinematography is stunning Um And just this atmosphere, that's what I love about his films. He creates, you know, kind of biopics, because this one certainly is not really a biopic. But he creates these films about real people and then makes them just a completely different type of film. They're not your standard biopic. This is like a horror film, and you just feel the walls closing in on you as you're watching Spencer. (laughs) It just is like I couldn't breathe literally like the entire time. (laughs) I felt like I was having a panic attack. So from the performances to that foreboding nature, I just uh, I loved Spencer.
2: Okay. Let's go to Colby. You're 10 through 6.
5: Yeah, so, um, so I kind of talked about this at the uh, with with my honorable mentions, right? With In the Heights and Lin Manuel Miranda. If I could, and I will, because why not, right? I have a tie for 10th, but this is also because it's part of the Lin Manuel Miranda trilogy that came out this particular <laughs> year, where my number 10 is Encanto and Tic Tic Boom, right? right? And they appeal to me so much because not only one, it does not celebrate the beauty of song, but Lin Manuel his unique creative mind right where i feel like with encanto as well as a tick tick boom it's less him even though there's a bit more of lin manuel inside of encanto but his visionary direction in tick tick boom married with like such a powerful story that i had no idea what this movie was going to be about was magical to me um andrew garfield is phenomenal um he personally is my front runner uh, for the lead acting Oscar at this year's Academy Awards for his performance. I think he was fantastic. Um, this is the best that Alexandra Shipp has ever done on screen. So I really clap it up for her, even the little bit that she was be- that she was used. Um, once again, another undersung performance from Vanessa Hudgens. Get rid of all those, like the Hallmark movies or whatever. Whatever lane that she's in right now, she knows what she's doing and I absolutely love it. Encanto is absolutely gorgeous. It's a fun movie. The fact that it's making people understand the antagonist that's in a lot of our abuelitas and our and our, and our nanas and stuff like that like it, it was great um for this movie to not have a traditional villain and they made they made, they made it work it's a really really fun movie i watched it like 10 times um at my number nine spot i got anna de casa's Candyman. absolutely fantastic horror film it's one of the dopest ghost stories that i've ever watched it's a lot of fun the music's great the kills are great it's visually appealing and i could just eat it up um, um and number eight i've got the father um it's a film that what didn't come out to damn near march so anybody who's listened to this is like the it's the father's a 2021 film anthony hopkins as much as i wanted chadwick boseman to be able to win the lead actor oscar last year i understand i mean it was a fantastic performance for anthony hopkins um it was a really really great movie and it's, if i'm if i'm not wrong there's like other movies about this same kind of thing right from this director too like is, 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 does the so daughter have anything to do with the father the movie, the daughter. What do you? What
2: do you? um I, I, I've seen it like when I saw it, it was like late twenty twenty. So I don't really remember. Like, I, don't I don't know. I, I, don't I, I thought they were the like loosely connected. I don't know. Right? Is it? Is it? Does it have anything to do with the father? <laughs> oh, you mean the lost daughter? That movie. lost daughter. I was no like, like what are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, the lost daughter. No, it Daughter it.
3: has nothing to do. The with lost that. daughter. Yeah. Okay.
5: So yeah. there's you know there's no other the movies that have has another to...
3: one coming yes. out that's like okay. the daughter, or the son, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And I don't. Yes. Know if that's
5: okay. It. That's what I was getting confused at because I was like, I really do love that world, and I think there's a lot of really unique things that it can do. It was a really great visual experience. Um, let me see. That was 10, like, That was ten, nine, yeah, ten, nine, eight. Yeah. My number seven is the Suicide Squad. Uh, James Gunn really did it. Um, he did he took all of his magic that he had learned from working with Disney and applied it to a property that is suitable to be rated R it's it's bonkers, it's crazy it's characters that we don't know and love and that we absolutely fall for and gush all over. I am um, excited for Peacemaker. Like, a lot. Um, I loved just, like, the the gore that this movie went for. Um, I loved spending more time with Harley Quinn and what Margot Robbie brings to that character. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but ultimately, in at the number fifth, um, would have to be Zack Snyder's The Justice League. Um, the fact that this film was able to get the presentation that it so richly deserved as it was intended was fantastic. This superhero epic is just that. It's of epic proportions. Um, it gives the best of what Zack was trying to do to bring a different lens to what superheroes and gods and mythical characters look like, um, in in his eyes, and it was just so much fun. It's the easiest four hours that I could ever sit through, and I do it again and again.
2: Okay, so shit, is it my turn already? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my number. By the way, I forgot to put Encanto in my uh in in my um honorable mentions. It's really good. let's saw a couple weeks ago.
3: I also um, forgot to put No Way Home in my honorable mentions, guys.
2: No way! Oh, you're lying.
3: Ah, Um
2: okay, all right, number 10. Uh shit. So when I saw number 10, uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good time. And then it came out this weekend and and, or last weekend, I believe, and everybody hates it. But don't look up. I really liked it. Number 10. That is my number 10 of the year, is (laughs) don't look up. Everybody. Everybody was acting and being <laughs> horrific. Everybody <laughs> was acting.
5: One <More>, <laughs> particular,
2: and I liked it. I liked it very much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, number nine. Number nine. I have Coda. Um, I recently watched this, and I thought it was a really, really good movie. Um, I thought all the this, these, this movie came up when when uh, Larry was talking about everything with the Oscars and stuff like that. I've seen like Coda really nowhere as far as the acting goes. Um, but I really liked all the performances, and I thought everybody was good, and I thought the story was really well done, and it wasn't what I was expecting. Uh, number eight, I have In the Heights, it's my favorite musical of the year. Yay. Um, that opening number still gets me. I just recently watched the opening number again, I just bought the movie in 4K, and that opening number is still like one of my favorites of the year, and just the movie is good. Movie's too long, but I I, I really, really enjoyed the movie. It's one of my favorite. Theater experiences as well. Watch it was was watching this movie. Uh, number seven, I have Judas in the Black Messiah. Uh, I re- I recently did a rewatch of this movie and. Again, I uh, really, 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 really love the movie. I remember when we, when it came out and uh, and we all watched it. I think it was Sundance, like that Monday it came out officially during the Sundance Film Festival. And I thought it was really, really good. And I love all the performances in the movie as well. And then my number six, I have Come On, Come On. Uh, I watched this for the third time this week and I love it. There's not much more I can say about the movie. The performances are also great um, in the in the film. The story is one of my favorite stories of the year, and I really, really enjoyed it. So, there it is, my hey. 10 through 6. So, all right, let's get into our number five to number two.
1: I will start with you, Larry. Oh,
0: all right, well, kicking off my. Wow, top. just
1: skip me. Just skip me. Cool.
0: <laughs> he switches it <laughs> up, Patrick. We'll be back. Not kidding. He's, um, he can't so, number five, I have Mass, uh, especially after rewatching it. It's just a really riveting film to keep you in a room with four people for nearly two hours and to have you just glued to the screen on the edge of your seat type of viewing is really something special. It's obviously a really important film because as the film itself says, we're not doing anything about the issue at hand and, you know, conversations like these potentially are happening so often. Uh, But the four, all four of our actors are phenomenal. They put on amazing, really authentic performances they don't feel like actors in that room it's uh, mass is just uh, i i'm floored that it's not a bigger part of this awards discussion to be honest but at number five i have mass yeah uh coming in at number four i have the mitchell's versus the machines this was actually my number one for quite some time this year uh i had it all the way up at that top spot i just haven't had more fun watching a film all year long than i've had with mitchell's worst machines and then it added that extra layer that i wasn't anticipating of like the family dynamic and the emotional connection that worked mm-hmm. so well katie is an amazing protagonist maya rudolph is the mom of all animated moms as per usual she just she voices <laughs> them all um no, but the animation is a lot of fun. The The humor mostly lands for me. I just, I loved The Mitchells vs. The Machines. The moment I saw it, I was like, there's no way this is falling out of my top 10. And it stayed in that five spot, in the top five. So, coming in at number three, I have Dune. Um, I just think it's a, a beautifully made film from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Obviously, from all the technical standpoints, it's damn near perfect. (laughs) I mean, as a technical achievement, (laughs) it is just an awe-inspiring type of filmmaking from Denis Villeneuve. I connected with most of these characters, where a lot of people felt that they weren't, that they were just kind of there, Uh, particularly, obviously, Jason Momoa and the work he did with Duncan was amazing, but I even thought Timothy Chalamet was a great Paul. Rebecca Ferguson was fantastic in the film. Oscar Isaac brought so much humanity to a role that had none, so I, I thought the actors were wonderful. Obviously, we cut off in the middle, so it is a little bit like, okay, part one, yay, but I... It was just the most like grand viewing experience I've had all year, did, and it's very memorable. Qu-
2: question, Larry: Did you know Dune's budget is one hundred and sixty-five million? I just want to just want to say that because no movie in a really long time has like been able to showcase scale yeah. and size the way that this movie like had like like we have movies that cost five hundred million dollars. <laughs> 400 million dollars <laughs> and it just doesn't even come yeah. close i i just that. I don't this year that
0: think it, costs but... more around 200 million and <laughs> it's my point they were not That's able yep. I'm all right and then in the runner <laughs> position my number two i have the green knight uh this oh, this was really oh. a battle. uh <laughs> almost get into that number one because oh. i adore the green knight <laughs> literally I know people are like confused or whatever as soon as I left that theater both times because I saw it twice in the theaters I was ready to turn my little butt back around and watch it again like I just everything about it David Lowry just his brand of filmmaking hasn't always like hit hit for me but when it hits damn it hits a day of Patel as uh, I mean maybe in Lion I do think he was great in Lion but Oh, he's so damn charming. He's so good as a leading man in this movie. Alicia Vikander, this is her best performance in a while, I would say. And the visual effects and the makeup work, Academy you should be absolutely ashamed. That uh, the Green Knight is not on your short list for makeup? What in the world?
2: But oh, it wasn't. I remember that. Uh, visual the effects scandal. too.
0: Absolutely shameful. Uh, but, visual effects as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's amazing. I love adapting a King Arthur story, which we all know apparently is the hardest thing in the world for Hollywood because they all turn out to be a hot ass <laughs> mess. And doing it this well, adapting it like this. Oh, no. And I'm honestly also just sad that The Green Knight is not a a lock for best cinematography. It's one of the most gorgeous looking films of the year. What is going on? But that's that's just my two cents. And The Green Knight, I love you.
4: Oh my god, the Green
0: Knight! We love to see uh, it.
3: No, we don't. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Dwayne right. like did a 180 on the Green Knight, and now he's like, oh no, it's bad again.
2: Because I rewatched I'm it, and I was like, what the fuck? This is this is like not Get it? He's he's in the woods. doing nothing. <laughs> Dwayne needs to <me> stop. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, Patrick, you're five to two. Please.
1: Yeah. Uh, So my number five is Spider-Man No Way Home.
2: Period. (laughs) period. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I I think it it did did some incredible things. Um, Whether or not some of the some of like the plot points felt more contrived, in my opinion, or like set up just because, you know, we needed to get from one point to another. Not necessarily. This is actually what's been built up from the character. That's that's one thing or another, but the the achievement is you can't deny it. It's pretty incredible, and to hit a billion during the pandemic is insane. And like it's beating numbers that aren't just like oh for COVID those are good numbers. No, it's beating records like record records. Mm-hmm. And you've got to look at that. Uh, give Tom Holland a nomination. I'm going to say that too. Uh, also, shang Chi in the Legend of the Ten Rings is my number four. Tony Leung was absolutely incredible as his character. Uh, really, one of the one of the coolest marvel films i've seen even though we talk, we've heard a lot about the third act and 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 that but we've got like a a relationship with uh, basically just a friendship with aquafina and and in their characters that it's not going to be some type of like romantic thing they're just friends that are like really supportive of each other and i love that as well (laughs) no but maybe we'll see i don't know maybe there's a chance. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. But they're friends. But maybe. I hope they kill platonic,
3: but I don't they,
1: think they will. <laughs> yeah, they, they're, they're like right on the cusp. But like, maybe they'll kiss one time. It'll be like a, a, I don't know. Let's move to number three. It was Tick, Tick, Boom. <laughs> I think Andrew Garfield, it should. If I didn't have the pick that I had for this year, which is just a personal bias pick. I think Garfield should be nominated and win this year for Best Actor um, for Tick, Tick, Boom for what he was able to do with the eyes of Tammy Faye, with what bringing back his character. And now like the, this amazing Spider-Man three campaign is louder than the, just the Snyder fans at this point. Like it, that's pretty incredible that he was able to do that. Um, my number two is pig. Um, it was, it came to me at a really important time, uh, i I had watched it and then about a few weeks later my grandma passed away and so seeing kind of a film that was dealing with grief and how you can still process through it and how um you can come out through grief and and still be able to to process it the music was incredible too i really hope it gets nominated for best score and um my number one a little bit
0: shocked Uh, pig isn't your number one patrick Right? It was
1: dude, it was so close, but ever since sundance when we can talk yeah, about it, Sorry, I don't want to I don't want to make him edit it's all out. let's all go
2: to you, Colby. 5 to 2.
5: Yeah, so I've got a Disney film as my number 5. So every every film here is a is a 10 out of 10. So I've had 5 to 10s this year, and this is going to start off with Cruella. Yeah, that film that none of us thought would be like a good movie, right? Like, oh, this Disney remake about a villain that we're going to do the whole, like, you know, uh, uh, Maleficent thing to. Cruella is so damn charming. Like, Emma Stone is so, so good. I watched that movie six times. I watched it in the theater four times. Like, it is so fun. Paul Walterhauser, he's excellent. My guy with the curly fro, excellent. It's got Emma Thompson, who looks delicious excellent like the movie like the music the, yo the <laughs> score is so good the writing is really really good it's such a really it surprised the hell out of me how good that movie was um in my number four spot i've got what should win animated uh best animation of the year in the mitchell's versus the machines okay like that movie is like i remember what did it dwayne what was that wasn't that the movie that like your tweet went viral for yeah it was when i was right? at
2: sony what's going on and it, 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 it i remember
5: it was not called that movie yeah. it was not called Mitchell versus me what was it called, called before connect, connect, connected, connected. Yeah. yeah and i remember when i first watched that trailer i was like oh this looks really really cool and then it went out of nowhere and then dwayne tweeted about it and then it kind of came back and then the movie came out and i was like holy crap this is one of the greatest family films of all time like the movie is so good it explores a father-daughter relationship a mother-daughter relationship it explores a queer relationship that doesn't have to be the pronouncement of the movie itself. It just lets this girl be different. because Oh my God. It's so good. Yeah, the brother daughter, the brother sister relationship is so fantastic. Like it, it's, it's a movie that like there's themes that we've explored that they've been done before, but it's just done so well. And it's from the, you know, the, 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 the minds of Lord and Miller and the animation is super duper cool. The music great. A lot of fun. Right. Um, another Netflix film that's in my number three spot is the heart of they fall. Yo, That is the hardest Western film Mm -hmm. I've ever watched. Mm -hmm. Like this beautiful black cast looks just like Mm -hmm. me. And I grew up on Westerns like that. I watched Gunsmoke. I watched Blazing Saddles. Like that's, that's my bag. So to be able to have this and have it be contemporary, but still set inside of this old world and all those folks that want to quibble over like historical accuracy. This is fiction, guys. Okay. We're talking about black cowboys. Okay. And it was a revenge story. And I wait for perfect films to do that perfect magical thing right? And there's something like, there's like a spark. There's like this, this, like, imagine electricity gets shot through me and I wait for it and it happens. And it happened in the third act of this film and like, I was completely brought in and drawn out to this entire story, completely believing these characters and then I was just sold. And it's the same thing that I have with my number two film in Malcolm and Marie. Yes. You guys are right. No. I know. I know.
4: Fuck.
5: I know. Malcolm and Marie <laughs> is, as an actor, it's like this is something that I would live for to be able to be in this space um, working the way that John David Washington and Zendaya did together. Um, I think that their acting is impeccable. Um, if it was not for the way that this film came out, those would be my front runners for lead actor and actress Oscars at the Academy because John David Washington, fantastic. Zendaya, blue. Me away, and that's off the back of the performances that she gave with her. Um, her, uh, what she won the Golden Globe or the Emmy for? uh, uh For uh, I M4, think it's or, the you know? Emmy
2: for yeah. uh, Euphoria.
5: Let me tell you something. Here's this girl, I mean, I'm glad that she's inside my number one film so I can be able to shout her out there, but yo, she is fantastic. That movie is beautiful. The richness of this black and white film to be just a straight drama to be able to talk about so many different things and to do it in a way where it's completely poking fun at the audience at the same time is magical. That's the type of license I would love as a storyteller and a creator. And I, I've watched the movie five times, and I've talked about it so, so much. Um, I absolutely – Netflix came in hard this year with my 10 out of 10s. Like, I, I, I'm very shocked. So, yeah, once again, number two, Malcolm Marie. Number three, The Harder They Fall. Number four, The Mitchells vs. Machines. And number five, Cruella. All right. Is, is, is Hannah next? Mm-hmm.
2: Hey, Am I? You mm-hmm. I, think, I think so why are you sound like that Larry? let's hear it girl. five to two <laughs> hannah let's get it
3: oh okay shit. so my number five why are you guys being so mean okay <laughs> colby just had malcolm marie his number two i'm sick all right <laughs> all right number five is the harder they fall Period. I okay. adored this. Um, okay, cool. I think it's the best edited movie of the year. I love every performance in this. I had so much fun watching this. It's probably it might be the most fun I had. Watched. Like the most surprised I've been watching something this year, and I I just had a ball. I I watched it like three times since. Uh, Jonathan Majors is such a star. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Smooth- I-, I mean, I when I watched it for the first time, I was like, it's just insane people filmmaking. Truly. Um. Yeah. Love it so much. Uh, and then number four, I I know nobody else has this on their list because like it like came and went so fast. Uh, Supernova. Oh. Um, this movie broke me. Uh, <laughs> in so many ways. Uh, Stanley Tucci and uh Colin Firth are amazing in it. I just. If you want to cry, watch this. <laughs> That's basically my recommendation. Is if you if you need a good cry, this is going to make you fucking die inside. Uh, so, yeah. Surinowa is amazing. Um, my number three is The Mitchells vs. The Machines. Yes! Uh, Lord and Miller supremacy. I mean, <laughs> if Lord and Miller are attached to something in a year, there's no way it's not going to be on my uh, top ten list that year. So, and I just... I love these movies that break like animation molds because we're so used to Pixar and Disney. And I'm not saying that, you know, their movies look bad or anything like obviously not, but we're just so used to that style because that's what, you know, the big animation machine is now. And for the, uh, for these movies to still come out of, I think this was Sony, um, Mm -hmm. and be so creative and expressive and different is so cool. Um, And this is probably the funniest movie that I've seen this year. I mean, in my opinion, a lot of people took issue with comedy, but I thought this movie was so funny. Uh, So, yeah, I love The Vinchels vs. the Machines. Uh, And then my number two is Pig. I watched this last night, and I felt the same way... (laughs) <laughs> that, I knew it! Uh, that patrick did i just really connected with it i i cried so much watching it, it was embarrassing how much i cried watching it um nicholas cage is fucking amazing i wish that he'd be in awards conversations i Al- alex wolf too both of them are fantastic i wish that shit, this wasn't um y- yes oh my god it's on hulu everyone that hasn't seen it please watch it um just oh, fucking fantastic it's it, i think this is this is the best nicholas cage has been in a long time yes. I I really would fight for my life for him to be in the wars conversation, but there's no way that he is going to be. But yeah, Pig is amazing.
0: I knew it. So that's oh, what I hey. told him last night. I knew she would <laughs> like titane, titane, or however you pronounce it. I think it's Titane. Um, I,
3: I'm saying Titane. <laughs>
0: but I told her, I think you might like Pig even more. And
3: oh, I was right.
0: <laughs> hey, <that's
3: laughs> I <nice>. adored Pig. <laughs> Larry oh, knows me.
2: Pig. Pig. Please, you're talking about when I when I when I when no. in the group chat was like, listen, I know what your ranking was for the MC MCU shows. Yeah. Like, period. I'm
3: <laughs> um, so sick over that still. Why not watch
2: Pig? Guys? I gotta watch, yes. <laughs> I gotta watch Pig this weekend or something. Um okay. You're
3: gonna hate it.
2: Well. <laughs> um, okay, so my number fives to Number two and number five is Dune. Um I nice. love this movie and I didn't think I was gonna like this movie because I've been looking at this book, this Dune book for
3: like,
2: <laughs> year, like about a year, and Hannah told get, me it's We boring. get Dwayne
3: so long <laughs> to read it. I've
2: I've 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 had this book in my shelf. For like a year and a half and I'm just looking at it. It's very pretty still still in good condition. It's orange and it's nice and I was told that it's just really boring and (laughs) Kayla told me Hannah told me and I said well. So, going into the movie, I remember really, really liking the first I think it was like the first oh no, it was like the second trailer where they show more of the action and story, and I was like, this is mm. gonna be such a an epic film, and I walked out of it like really, really, and I like when you're like two how long is doing like two hours and like
3: like, like two hours and thirty five minutes
2: so when you can do that, so like okay, so there's a movie that I read that you know there's a movie that came out this year, no time to die right. And uh, my good buddy, Alex, tells Not me... Not the no that, listen, to die lashing. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like, my, my, my good buddy, Alex, tells me, hey, listen, you don't feel it. And I'm like, bro, yeah, you do. But, like, Dune was, like, a movie that I did not move when I was watching because I was so invested at what was going on. I didn't stretch my legs. I didn't, oh, shit, this is fucking long. Like, I was watching, like, No Way Home, I did that, like, a few times. Like, yo, this is my legs cramping up in this IMAX theater. But I also watched Dune in an IMAX theater, and I was just so invested. So any pain that I had, I didn't feel. So I, I love the movie. I'm super excited for part two. I'm glad it didn't flop or anything like that, and now we're getting the part two. Um, you know, I just I had my best. I was living my best life when Doom came out. So Dune is number five. Gosh, uh, I, number wanted to four. Like, I wanted
5: to like Dune as much as you did, man. I really, really did. Like it's you know. it's it's so not a bad movie. Like I think I think I I, I got help online. I said, what do you call a film that technically is masterwork? But like l- needs so much more like on the narrative, and they said you have to call it a masterpiece of work. Well, I call it a masterpiece of filmmaking <laughs> and, film and cinema. So, <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, number four, I have King Richard. Also, another film that when I went to go see it. Um, I was expecting a lot from it. Like I was expecting a good movie that I would, you know, enjoy, and that'll be the end of it. Um, but this movie stuck with me ever since I watched it. I've watched it two times since the theaters, and um, I really, really liked the movie. I love all the performances here, as as well as I think Larry mentioned it. All, everyone should be up for nominations. You know, even I, I kept. I, I think I'm the only one who, can, who who keeps saying like John Bernthal was also really, really great. Oh my god! Yeah. He didn't have two minutes, you know. He had stuff to do, and it, it was really good. But <laughs> he's out of his people, cameo era. <laughs> none of these people, besides Will Smith, is going to get the you know the attention that they deserve. So, um, number four. Now, number three and two. I have been switching Oof. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I wanted to get one more watch in in the theaters before, like, to see where I really put this movie, but. For now, I feel comfortable. I feel comfortable with having Spider Man No Way Home at number three.
4: Oh. um
2: Number yeah, number three is where I have Spider Man No Way Home because I rewatched before this show my number one, number two, and they just hit different than Spider Man. Spider Man No Way Home. Spider Man No Way Home was great. Um, I again I hate the first 30 minutes as John Watts doing his John Watts isms. I will say that every time I bring up this movie, but after we get out of the John Watts isms
3: first 30 minutes.
2: I, I yes, after I watched it four times, I'm like, fuck, man, get me out of this half hour. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> I I, I, I love it's just the tone should not be that what they start with. It's I just agree. it shouldn't be goofy laughs and funs, and MJ, I can't see him swinging here. It's just I can't do it. Um, anyway. Uh, everything else All after that. All of
3: poo pee-pee jokes, as long as they're John Watts poo-poo pee-pee jokes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can't do it. Okay, so everything else besides <laughs> the first 30 minutes, I love. As a Spider-Man fan, I love this movie. John Watson, his crew and Feige, they said, Fuck, you Spider-Man fans has been bitching for like three years here. And they and they gave it to me and and a lot of other people that we, you know, what we wanted from this Spider-Man for a really long time. Um, not just like death. Everyone thinks, oh, because something someone died, that means that, that's like no, I'm just talking about just something happening besides you swinging around and fucking Prague and shit. Okay. I need something more than all of that. All right. So it gave me what I what Back I needed. Up. It gave me what I wanted. It gave me what I needed. Um, The ending is like Chef's Kiss. The integration of Redacted was also Chef's Kiss. Um, I I loved it. Willem Dafoe again was like he was on his money and he needed his bag and he like he came to serve and he was just he was amazing. So that's my number three. My number two is Flea. Um, I recently watched this a couple weeks ago. Flee. Hey.
3: Um, Flee? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I was not expecting what I got when I watched it. Um, everyone's like kind of crapping on the animation. I think the animation works for what this movie is. I don't need it to be like some $200 million animated Pixar thing, you know? But everything- that Is it movie, an
5: animated feature or is it a documentary?
2: Both. I will say both. Why not? Both. I'm gonna wow. Both. <laughs> wow. I, Isn't wow a short I,
0: film? No.
5: No,
2: no, it's like an hour and forty minutes. <laughs> I, like, yeah, I, I watched a a *The
0: Flea, nominated three times. I want it in the international. <laughs> I want it in documentary, and I want it in animation come Oscar day.
2: And I want it in best picture. Ooh! No beard. Like, like, <laughs> no so. um, no I I love this movie, and um, I watched it three times since my first watch, oh. and. Um, thank God for this neon book because I don't know how you can watch it now. <laughs> so I've just been, I've just been watching it and watching it. And I, I love it. I, I just, I I just, I, I love when I'm surprised. And I was really, really surprised by the movie. um, and Cause I, I just wasn't expecting what they were going for here. And I didn't read any bio on the movie before I watched. I know it, it was like a sun, a big Sundance hit and I missed it in Sundance. So watching it, um no i didn't see no trailers no bio i just went into it blind and i was heavily surprised so my number two is flea so now we're gonna go into our number one picks you guys did not hear patrick's pick because i edited out
1: i didn't didn't say shit shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) but um okay our number one picks of the year i will start you know patrick why
1: not let's start with you patrick your number (laughs) one pick of the year and why what could it be people who knows no, it's it's definitely <laughs> Coda. I I watched mm-hmm. this when it came out in Sundance, and uh, it was the first time Sundance was doing all the virtual stuff. I know that's kind of different now this year, and it's a little frustrating. But they they gave they gave us everything for Sundance <sighs> last year, basically, and it was a weird ability to be able to sit in your pajamas and watch some of these films like Mass and just like ball your eyes out. I don't think I could like emote as well as I could have like just on my own watching the film if I were in a theater with a bunch of people that I respect and and don't want to look weird in front of you know and Coda was one of the films too that did that to me and it spoke to me so much with the aspect of this family that has somebody that's going and, and trying to chase their dream and maybe the family doesn't understand exactly what that dream is or they can't relate, but seeing how they come together and how that support group can bring so much for somebody, um, I think Amelia Jones was incredible. The directing was incredible. The uh, the father um, that's that truck scene will probably be one of the most oh. uh, one of the best scenes of the entire year. Right next to Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage dressing down the chef and pig, because that was also one of the best scenes ever <laughs> for this year.
2: Didn't didn't that scene remind? Did that scene remind you of the uh, the eighth the scene in eighth grade? You know, when when it's the father and daughter and they're just talking um, that just when I was watching Coda, that's what that scene felt like. But in a really good way, like I love when we have these this year was very father and daughter centric as far as what Mitchell's on the machines, too. So I really.
1: Oh, totally. I I have a I have a term that I usually only use when it comes to Pixar. But this film kicked me square in the tearesticles. It kicked me so hard that I was crying. It was so good. And, and I've seen it probably three times since, and I, I will watch it over and over, and I hope mm-hmm. that this gets some awards recognition, because it absolutely deserves it. And let, let alone what it does for people that are, that are hard of hearing, that, that are deaf, that are seeing these people portrayed in a realistic setting, and like these are real characters that have actual emotions. It's not just somebody that's on the side doing something. It's like, oh, it's just the deaf character from The Replacements or something. No, these are actual mm-hmm. characters, and it just did a great job. I know it's a little bit contrived, but fuck it.
2: Uh, code is a good movie and i really enjoyed it so i'm happy that it's your number one um let's go to you larry your number one movie of the year
0: kobe strap in. uh my number oh, one boy. my favorite film of 2021 is oh god uh, uh, oh my god <laughs> in oh my god effect, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! so I, I swear i love it here i know I here. the the general consensus obviously among critics certainly was not positive to eternals audience reaction mm-hmm. has been a lot more mixed than that um but i just connected to this film right from the first i really fell in love with these characters immediately it was just like an instantaneous type of thing chloe Zhao directed the most beautiful marvel film to date with this at least in the mcu Mm -hmm. certainly Uh, the cinematography is just like on a different level than anything else in the MCU. (laughs) But just from a directing standpoint, I mean, it's stunning. It looks different and unique. They're on location, you know, it just, it it feels like a Chloe film, at least from that standpoint. Um, The visuals are just beautiful as a visual effects. And then the the score, I think, is amazing. Oh, Ramin Giawadi, you are amazing. You legend, you. But, honestly, it was the ode to humanity, the ode to love, that this film was. It wasn't about a big fight. It wasn't about taking down a big bad guy. There were certainly baddies in here, because, well, they're mandated, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Uh, But, it was just about
3: not the mandation. love
0: at the end of the day and connection <laughs> mm-hmm. to one another and connection to Earth and connection to humanity. And I just thought that was beautiful. I love what was crafted here. It made me feel more than a Marvel film has in quite some time i i loved it i saw it five times in the movie theaters um and i can't get enough i'm ready for it to drop on disney plus i'm ready to get that steelbook in my hand it uh, i waffled on oh, whether Steelbooks,
2: the steelbook uh,
0: i waffled on whether i could keep it at number one or not but i was like larry what else have you what else have you like been like this about this year so eternals hey. had to be not, my number one P-
1: Interesting.
3: Listen, I love the Eternals. Larry was like 50% so, uh, of the
1: box office for Eternal. too. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's Is true. Colby three, I- Is Colby broken? Colby okay? Stephanie. Someone check on Colby. She's off the grid, I, I'm, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm, j- I'm, I'm a little sick. It's, it's, it's,
5: it, it's, not, it's, it's not just the Ronar. Like, I, I respect the film. Like, I like I respect it. It's just a more and more somebody somebody tweeted out last night a like a mm-hmm. like a, a screen grab of the uh, Of the baby eternal like literally emerging from the atmosphere of the earth
4: awesome.
5: and like, Nobody knows where the fucking it came from. It's just it's just there and it's never talked about. I'm sorry I, I just have a problem with films that are inconsequential and that move that entire movie as like as, as all the good that Larry's talk about the movie's beautiful it's just it has no depth in regards to what it means for the entirety of the MCU at all.
3: In the, do in, do in, all in, the MCU movies the... need to do that though? I think maybe. But that's when you right. you, when you wait, wait, set wait. the standard, wait, 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 you wait, set the standard. commit. Have this argument.
2: Wait, wait, wait! But the, the the Celestial in the beginning said they have they have one in in Earth's core on like on like every planet. Unlike they have one in the core on every planet. That's where it came from, my guy. Gotta pay attention, my dude. The celestial—he told y'all to hold the whole lot. The celestial came in and told everything. Eternals is Eternals is good.
4: It's, good. it's, good.
0: it's, good. it's okay, We love okay, oh, yeah. Especially,
2: especially when we, especially when we stand in Falcon and with the soldiers and all these basicisms and all that type of stuff. Like, come on.
3: Man. See what? Why does we always have to put Fal- Falcon to soldier? Like we have Hawkeye now that so you can like. Try. Morgan more give the, the lashings lot. to Hawkeye Falcon Winter Soldier you can cool it now
2: <laughs> no both them things need to deserve this alright we're going off topic here let's let's go let's go to uh, let's go to you Hannah you're number one okay. movie of the year God,
3: yeah. to nobody's surprise <laughs> like,
0: I think Hannah and Kobe have
3: this thing. Oh, the same oh shit
0: I forgot my bad <laughs> what, what do you think I was going to say uh, never mind. continue on Hannah Oh, okay, I yeah. thought you and Kobe was if about Colby to have the same, same one, but Kobe then... does not have the same number one as you. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, okay, okay. Well, Shang Chi. I-, I thought to nobody's surprise, uh, Larry doesn't know me. Shit, I forgot uh, <laughs> all about Shang Chi. <laughs> I <laughs> I've seen this movie like five times in theaters. It's the most fun I've had this year. I absolutely adore it. I think it's the best shot in the MCU movie. I know Eternals is a close second, but. I just love the way that... I mean, Bill Pope is a fucking legend. Um, Matrix, Spider-Man, I mean, he can do no wrong. I love how everything is shot in this movie. I think it's by far the best action in the MCU, just, like, period, shows included. Um, I mean, Daredevil is right there by it, but, you know, this is the closest we're ever going to get to Daredevil-level action in the MCU, I I fear. Um, (laughs) And also, I just... Tony Leung. I mean, what a what a legend! Like just like Bill Pope. I mean, I, there are so many people attached to this movie that I'm like, are legends in their own right. And then having them work on a Marvel movie and their like creative vision not be snuffed out is incredible to me. Um. So yeah, Tony Leung. I he's probably like maybe my favorite MCU villain. Um. it Just because we're when are we ever gonna get a performer that's on the caliber of Tony Young in the MCU again. I don't know. So, yeah, uh, Shang-Chi amazing, beautiful.
2: Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan is Tony Young for me. Sorry.
3: Oh. <gasps> <laughs> See, I would I would say Michael B. Jordan is up there for me, but I do think that Michael B. Jordan is a constant offender of overacting. So, Correct. Not in Black Panther for me. I don't
5: know. <laughs> his, <laughs> his, his, his delivery is still questionable. His what? His delivery is steadily questionable. Like yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean. it's pretty I,
3: questionable. I, <laughs>
5: I, I don't know what it is, bro. Like there's some moments I'm like, yo, this dude's got oh. Why can't you just be consistent? No,
3: but that's the thing though. Mike B. Jordan like goes between like brilliant line ratings to like ones where I'm like, ooh, okay. Like his uh his uh the way he delivers, like "Hey Auntie," oh my god, it's fucking oh, it's awesome. so good. That's, That's brilliant, it's so so right? good
5: because he, it's it's a, it's a comfort it's a comfort thing. I don't know what I don't know what it is, bro. Like I I want to get I want to teach Pope, it myself.
2: Kobe, say that shit. <laughs> yes, it's he said, he said, "Hey Auntie." He said he said that a million times in his life. That's it. Go ahead.
5: <laughs> Kobe, you there? Go ahead. Kobe, go ahead, man. I don't know, bro. It's it's it it, it, it makes me sad, bro. Because if I look like him, I'd have ten Oscars. But you just I don't know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> All right, Colby, what's your number one, bro?
5: Uh, go ahead. Colby.
0: So my number one, one is hard the superior. On Jesus, that's
5: like... <laughs> hard. That's too <laughs> I got a right. bit. <laughs> My number one is the superior Marvel movie that came out this year, and that is Black Widow. Okay, so listen, guys. Um, no, I'm just you playing. <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> no, I, I was I was in a
2: I was in a I was in a like a I was stunned. I was like, there's no way."
3: I was waiting for the like the punchline. Yeah. I was, <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, 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 no. Be honest with you, my number one is Spider-Man: No Way Home. Like, and it shouldn't. Do you think
0: Spider-Man what? was my number one, Larry? Was it on your top ten, Hannah? No, she said. I told you, she said I it was. Know, um, oh yes, yeah, but nobody,
2: be, nobody believed oh. her. That's why. That's why.
4: She, <laughs> I laughed
2: Yo, what if someone would have you?
5: told me, if someone would have told me that Spider Man No Way Home would have like this Avengers Endgame level of just audience engagement, I'd have laughed hysterically in their face, like super duper loud, very offensively, and like I've never been more wrong about my anticipation of a movie than I was with Spider Man No Way Home, like. It exceeded every expectation that I never even imagined having, and it possibly, I still have not fully grappled this, it possibly could go down as the greatest comic book movie of all time. And I know that that can sound like, oh, Kobe, cool, you're being a preserver of a moment, but like literally, it does things that Endgame did for me. Like It ends up being the very best, not only in its own franchise, but all the mini franchises leading up, and it does it longer than what the events did with Endgame. This is a culmination of storytelling over twenty years, and it was supposed to be. No one thought that the third movie in this franchise, which was like, okay, that's kind of cute. He's Iron Boy, right? Like that's what we got, I got with, that home, that with man, Homecoming. Uh, go home- yo, go go yo, go talk like home, no, your shit. Talk no, your shit. Go homecoming go was, ahead, go was it. really, <laughs> yo, Homecoming was really, really good. It's a top five Spider-Man movie. Listen, everybody knows there is no love lost between me and Far From Home. Right? Like, it, 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 I, that movie was just a mess. A super duper mess. Right? It minimized oh, okay. the weight of Endgame <laughs> shit. and the and, and, we, and the snap. Now, like-
2: nah, let, nah, let him explain. <laughs> talk your shit. Talk your
5: shit. Go ahead. No, like, for real. Like, yo, it just, No Way Home is the exclamation point to, like, not only, and, and Larry mentioned this, it's one of the, it's exclamation point to one of the greatest superhero character arcs in cinematic history. I think the entire film balanced the drama and the comedy to near perfection while raising the stakes and not cheapening the depths to what these characters go on in their own exploration, that's what I lost in Far From Home. Everything was a joke. What what Dwayne was talking about? How look, yo, you're telling me that literally okay, half the existence, lives for he, these motherfuckers on a field trip to Europe. People
3: cope in their own ways. He will cope oh, in their oh. own ways. <laughs> <laughs> do started on no. Colby, let me let me be, let me be completely honest right now. Nobody is losing a fight with me with No Way <gasps> Home. I fought for this movie for too long. I know every <laughs> argument that people will make, and I know how to talk my way out of every single one of them. Trust me. Are you? I don't even.
5: After blipping away for five years, mm-hmm.
3: oh. mm. people cope in their shit. own ways. <laughs> oh, <God.
5: laughs> okay. Yo, people
3: shoot, cope with comedy.
5: Yo, but like for oh, real, like, yo, No Way Home. Like, okay, so I, I will. I will say this: the CG in No Way Home still kind of pales in comparison to what's done in endgame but like honestly the story is so good the characters are so rich there's so much investment and i just don't understand like how it's the same writers that did far from home made no way home no it's not like yeah it's Christmas. yeah no, it's, it's Christmas. eric summers yeah they were they no, did far not. from home too
3: no they wrote they wrote ant-man and the wasp
5: terrible no.
3: far from home had different writers
5: you sure? No wonder it's better. Yes. Alright, I feel Ooh! vindicated. Oh, thank goodness ah, gracious. As you should. Yeah, man, and wasp you sure. Why
0: did you said, say yeah, man and wasp is better than far from home? Ooh.
2: Who said that? Yeah. Said oh, you know what? No. that's I was with you in the first Kobe, I was with you in the first half. Kobe, I was with you in the first, <laughs> yo, look, in the real, first like, half. Yo,
5: but look, for real, like, yo. Kobe,
2: hold
5: on. T- hold on, wait, no, no. Tom Holland, like, his, his, his like his performance, and I tweeted this out, like, yo, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't be in the conversation. Everything he's doing, all of right. his physical and acting, right. it's it's. Tr- it is tremendous. Like he's good. His line reading is phenomenal. This boy, like this little London boy oh, and his what? like kind of kind of, you know, you know, Queens-ish. Why are you it's on my boyfriend right, like that? it's what okay. Have? Wait. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, is it the best Queens accent? No, but I think it's New York enough. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 New York enough. And he does so I mean, well. His chemistry between an him
3: <laughs> Correct.
5: Yeah, yeah. His chemistry with Zendaya is. Fantastic. Like it -hmm. it, is it is absolutely great. I love the friendship between him and Ned. The movie is just so much fun. Like, that's the beauty of making movies, is that you get those magical moments. Like it happened so early in No Way Home. When we got, I guess we can't. Can we spoil it? Like,
2: I don't know. I don't feel comfortable because Sony still hasn't marketed it. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what they're waiting on. But I they released the tr- Just say
3: redacted.
4: Just,
5: just, yeah, when redacted just, shows up to defend Peter at the beginning of the film, folks lost their mind. I kind of knew from there that we were truly in for something special, and none of it felt. Wait, cheap. are you talking about everything? Felt earned. You are redacted, Hannah. Yes, you are redacted,
0: redacted, Hannah.
2: What is going on here?
5: In no, the apartment. When redacted and shows in the up apartment. in the apartment. Oh, the apartment. Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, like, just just from that moment, Hannah, we're watching the show right now. <laughs> Hannah, we're watching the
0: show right Hannah, now.
2: Hannah,
5: I'm done with you. Okay. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Oh
0: shit! I
5: almost had an epiphany. I said, "What is
4: he talking?" Yo, like, it just everything was just okay. It was
5: so magical, and it's like it's like I I I will truly cherish that that first time watching that movie inside the theater, and it was just a completely special. Like you know, seeing the redacted, you know, like you know, fight at the end of the film was like like no, like. I geeked out more than I ever thought that I would. Like it was the I biggest would, surprise of the my, year and my
2: only I will always say this. I will always say this, but like fuck. I hate I hate the way the um I don't like the way the the, the last like like set piece looks. It's like really dark and gloomy, and the CG's not that great. Yeah, I don't,
5: I don't necessarily love the color, but like everything. The and what reason it means... why
3: it's on my honorable mentions is because of the filmmaking. Yeah, it's I so love the movie okay. apart you know from what? the filmmaking. That
5: that I I cannot I cannot get I cannot quibble with that, and I still have it as a ten out of ten because I it was it was the I, I it a the out perfect five out of five. Yeah, it's but. a perfect cinematic experience. Like, but, but then then it, I, I, it's still like yeah. When you talk about it, like when I compare what the third act of Endgame was technically. It's a better third act than what No Way Home is, but No Way Home conceptually and narratively was beautiful. It, because yeah, it pays, I mean, no, because need, it pays off so many of the experiences I, that, we've, would, that we've. I
3: would actually put say that I probably prefer the third act of No Way Home to end game. I need more Endgame. Endgame is a I, is a yeah, fucking I need, lot.
2: <laughs> I, I I need more time. That's probably what it is for me. I still I still feel it's like very recency bias. The only
0: thing with them and CGI. If time. y'all can't get the lizard right, don't bring him back again. Like,
5: yo, the like the the, li- the lizard needs to be practical. Like, I'm sorry, it just needs to be. Like, well, you just gotta bust your ass.
0: I thought the lizard looked
2: good when he comes out the water and does a scream at the end. But when he's in the oh, cage, in the cage oh, he, he looks, looks bad. Terrible. Well, his, his character design
5: and from, from the beginning asked, like was bad. This is why I asked
2: this is why I asked Larry how much was that doom budget? Because one sixty five. One sixty five. And the budget is way higher in this one. So why is it like
5: Well, because they're not paying anybody in that movie. Oh, like they're like, me. Hey yo, um, ah. Cal Drogo, can you take like a discount, bro? Like, can you uh <laughs>
2: Why does it look like this? I, I really wanna I want the I get so mad when I think about the third like the, the the last like scenes in Endgame and No Way Home Now because Endgame when they're all like on the field and running, it looks bad. Like it's just dark. It does I can't it see shit. And then this one, when Spider, when, when Tom Holland, <laughs> the,
3: the giant man that's not supposed to be there, <laughs> like, like yeah, yeah like when Tom is so
2: fucking it, funny. It, when Tom Holland, okay, one of my favorite moments is when Redacted and Redacted. They realize we can't work together. They get into this. this, this <laughs> first of all, it's set in a scaffolding. I said, what is going on? Then they they are like figuring it out. And then he says, let's do this. This is my favorite part of the movie. And they all run. And when they're running and when they jump, it looks so bad. But I love it. Oh, yeah. But it looks so bad. And I'm like, why does Dune look so good and real? And this just looks like shit. Fuck. MCU you need to be stopped. <laughs> go
5: ahead <laughs> yeah no i mean it just it, i mean that that's no way home it, i believe me i'm i'm as surprised as anybody else that this is my number 1 film of the year especially about malcolm Marie.
0: well i have to give kobe something cuz obviously you know people are pointing out lots of flaws in my number 1 and a lot of films i've loved mm-hmm. there's something to say like with film films that make you just mm-hmm. feel you know like when you just feel oh, and you connect to the material that's given to you you can overlook, you know, you can overlook CG. You can overlook Absolutely. the look of the film. So I, you know, yeah. I, I, I get where Kobe coming from too. Yeah.
2: Nothing will ever, nothing will ever, like one of my favorite feelings in like, you know, as being a movie fan um, was the first time seeing Black Panther with people that look like me and seeing heroes and villains on the screen that look like me. So anything that does happen in that third act and the third act is something. But I, I will never really truly like harp on the movie, on that, on that because I love the movie so much. So I totally understand. Um, Larry, did you give your number one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Larry gave his. Just Patrick you. gave his. Oh, it is? Hannah gave mm-hmm. his. Oh, it's so cheating. Yeah. Shit, it is just me. Okay, my number one is not a blockbuster. Sorry, or it's not. Oh, it's not
5: Black Widow. Okay, (laughs) no, it's not Black Widow.
2: (laughs) My number one film of the year is Licorice Pizza. I absolutely wow. The lies
3: Dwayne tells. It ain't Licorice Pizza. I'm sorry, y'all. Oh, Oh. listen.
2: (laughs) My number one film of the year is still it. I I rewatched it on Wednesday night um it's a it's a really it's a it's a lot as a film you know to really like take in but uh mass is still my number one movie of the year uh mass is just like this just there's no there's no big budget there's there's no kind of big set piece there's no the, the the movie takes place in one spot and usually movies like that are really really hard to get through because like like what's going can y'all move somewhere but there's another one this
3: year called the humans and i know Dwayne would hate it
2: (laughs) (laughs) but um it's just when i went when i watched this at sundance um i i saw the title and i saw the little photo that they give and i and i was hearing all the praise and i was like okay we'll see then the movie starts and it's very it's very by the numbers generic kind of indie flick um then when they get into the conversation and then when the conversation keeps going and then when When everything keep when you start to unravel what happened here, uh, the title takes a new meaning and it's really really haunting and stuff. But um, I I think this is some of the best script work as far as twenty twenty one goes because writing dialogue this is this is where it's miles better than Malcolm and Marie because they ran out of things to talk about, you know. But this movie. It's just one spot, and it's just characters talking to each other. (laughs) (laughs) It was characters talking to each other, characters trying, characters grieving with each other, Um, and it was just—it's—it's one of the most haunting movies to watch as far as the conversation goes. Um, Just everything about it, I love, and I—I'm glad I rewatched it again because it it was—it was—it was on my number three. You know for a little bit but upon rewatch i'm like this movie just gets really like it gets a lot it gets better the rewatchability ability is a little hard because of the what they're talking about but it's like when it hits it hits good and it's a it's a really good movie for me so that's my number one movie of the oh. year are we all done is that it yeah that's everybody
0: we okay got the two little indie darlings and the three marvel shields <laughs> 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 i think, I think everybody has
5: a pretty eclectic top 10 though so i think that, i think no, that's no Good way home thing.
2: like when i watched it the second time i was like oh this is the best film of the year but then i rewatched the, the uh flea and mass and i said oh man these movies are just like i have no issues with them both so,
0: i do love that even though we do have three marvel films at number ones all five of us had a different top pick so there you go everybody in here had a different number one mm-hmm
2: Mm. Hannah needs to get off them superhero movies I think last year was Birds of Prey and I, the year I know before. Far From Home the
0: year
3: before <laughs> Far From Home it? No it Damn wasn't Far From it, Home the year before it, it, was film, two. it was It Chapter 2 It was It Chapter 2 <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh that's right That's right That's right Okay <laughs> Back up um, I'm afraid Next year year's gonna be like Thor Love and Thunder Dang. or something or I don't know okay. no, it's, <laughs> gonna <be Batman.
3: laughs> it's gonna be Batman It's gonna be Batman
2: Uh, Listen, no, actually, if
3: if The Last of Us actually releases next year, I don't care what movie comes out. That's going to be my favorite thing of the year. So.
0: Well, if it's good. Are no, no. we talk you know, about film, Hannah? <laughs> She's always trying to sneak some damn I mean, messy in like, here. I feel
3: like we should be at the point. Listen, I feel like we should be at the point where we start counting HBO series as ah. <laughs> movies. No, no,
2: no, 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 Hannah. What, this is when
3: Hannah <laughs> becomes
2: messy. <laughs> um. Okay, everyone. I guess that is it for our top 10 movies of the year. Thank you guys all for joining us. I know the show went kind of haywire in some parts, <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> um, thank you guys for joining us once again. I'll go around, get everyone's social medias. Uh, and yeah, I'll start with you, Hannah, I know it's going to be short and sweet. Let everyone know where they can follow you.
3: Average with Hannah on Twitter.
2: All right. And Patrick, let everyone know they can follow you.
1: Hey, at Pappy Reviews and PatrickBerryReviews.com. And if you are around utah i guess hey if you guys are coming to sundance check out good things utah on fridays where i do movie reviews
0: all right and larry yeah you can find me at chili boy yt on twitter and chili boy productions on youtube and instagram
2: all right and kobe you powered through the whole show very, I did, brave, I did. Brave, I actually brave,
5: feel good. Brave. You guys like my medicine. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, you can follow your boy. I'm on all the socials at Kobe Told Me. That's K-O-L-B-Y-T-O-L-D-Me. And you can, find, you can actually find a good old, um, I haven't written a review in a very, very long time, but I did one on Spider-Man No Way Home at emberport, com. So when they ask you where you heard it from, you can tell them Kobe Told Me.
2: All right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at CinematicMD4. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Happy New Year's, everyone. This oh, is our oh, last show God. of 2021. This is crazy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I want to I thank my mom, my pops, <laughs> everybody. Involved. Um, yeah, everyone, it was a great year for the podcast. Really appreciate you guys for staying on and listening. Um, Hannah, no, not, not Hannah, uh, but um, Larry and Patrick, thank you for coming on last minute and always count on all of you to be here last minute because my crazy ass don't know how to make a schedule for nothing. So 2022, everyone for the podcast, new things are coming, new stuff all around. Thank you guys all for being here. Happy New Year's. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah, Patrick, Larry and Kobe. We'll talk to you guys soon.